to Inner Bloom, a podcast about how to live a happier, healthier, more harmonious life as you learn how to work with the universe, reconnect with your intuition, and bloom from within. I'm Alexa, a writer, producer, and EFT practitioner with a passion for all things metaphysical. And with me is my friend and co-host, Ambie. I'm Ambie, a physical therapy assistant, mom of three, an intuitive medium who has been communicating with the spirit world since the age of five. Some might call it woo-woo, but from our perspective, anything is possible, and we intend to normalize the abnormal by sharing our own life experiences as well as intuitive insights, channeled material, wisdom from special guests, and any other resources we believe will help our souls expand and thrive. Hello, all you bloomers. Welcome back to another episode. Hope you all had a beautiful weekend. My name is Alexa, and with me is my super duper co-host, Ambie. How are you, Ambie? Hey, super duper. I'm super duper. <laughs> super duper. That's what you could be for Halloween, super duper. <laughs> it's like the a new um, uh, hero, heroine. I, um, like I like that. <laughs> super duper. That reminds me, I saw this like thing on Facebook where it said, Humpty Dumpty had a great fall and it's like him skipping through the leaves and carving pumpkins. Did you see that? No. Oh, it's so cute. I love it. I was like, oh. Oh, Humpty, like- Humpty Dumpty had a great fall. I get it. Yeah, but fall like this season. Like autumn. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, it was funny. super cute. Oh, that is cute. Um, yeah, I thanks everybody for being back with us once again. Uh, we have so much going on right now. Um, all very exciting things. So first of all, first and foremost, we want to thank our all of our patrons, Patreon patrons, who uh, now we have all nine of you. Um, so we want to thank... Tiffany Polito, Tammy Lip, Paige Long, Melanie Larson, Mariah Atkinson, Mandy Ford, Lisa Perez, Jamie McMahon, and Charm City Foster Mama on Instagram for being patrons of this episode, for being for sponsoring this episode, essentially. Thank you, lovely, lovely, beautiful beings for, uh, yeah, just being a part of this show and helping us grow. We're like really excited about uh, this new platform. If you haven't checked out our Patreon page, um, it's patreon.com slash podcast. Go check it out. See if there's something that resonates with you. Um, there's some cool things on there and cool ways for you to support the show. So uh, that that link will also be in our show notes um, if you need it. So thank you guys all so much. And um, we yes, all – Thank you. Thank you. Sorry. <laughs> oh, no. All good. And we also have to uh, read a review. Let's see. Oh, I like I like the name of this one already. So on iTunes, we have a review from ISK underscore seven. The title of the review is Two Woke Girls. Alexa and Ambie's podcast is authentic and fun. These girls are so woke and have a lot to share to help others continue their evolutions. Excited to see where their podcast goes. Um, I'm really happy that we are woke, Ambie. I am super happy. I knew I was woke. I knew you were woke. I am just glad that other people are aware of the situation that be, now. That we be woke. Yeah. Yep. We'll all be woke. It's really exciting. Um, thank you, ISK. That was cute. Uh, like being called woke. Um, let's see. What else we what else do we have? Oh, 
one other thing. Uh, one of our listeners emailed us a couple days ago. Sarah is her name. And she said, uh, this is in reference to an episode that we did uh, several weeks ago where we did a interview with Princess Diana, the spirit of Princess Diana. So she wrote and said, hi, Alexa and Ambi. I just wanted to share an experience with you that I just had while listening to the podcast interview with Princess Diana. I typically listen to podcasts while I drive or I walk my dog. This morning while walking my dog, I listened to your channeling with Princess Diana. While walking, I began to feel a heat starting in my chest, like my heart chakra was kicking on. I do tend to feel things and energies within my body, something I'm beginning to explore more, but typically I feel things in my hands or my head, not anywhere else. So as I'm walking and I'm listening, you guys start talking about Princess Diana opening hearts. And then when Ambie said the visual she saw of her putting her hands in people's chests, I felt like my heart was going to explode. It was such a crazy, freaky, but awesome experience. I couldn't believe that I was feeling that prior to you saying that. I finished the podcast about 30 to 45 minutes ago, and I still feel the sensation in my heart, and it's also moved to my left hand. Also, my dog has been acting weird all morning since I started the podcast. He keeps barking at things that aren't there in the house and refused to come into the house after the walk, and he's always pumped to come back inside. Just wanted to share that with you both. Thanks for sharing these readings with us. I've really been enjoying the podcast and can't wait to hear what else you share with us. Um, so I just thought that was a interesting uh, email from Sarah. Um, I, I, yeah, I don't know what that's about, but it's really interesting considering I remember in that interview episode, Princess Diana saying she selectively, selectively has been like working with people to help yeah. them open their hearts. So yeah, that's a really that is amazing. I love that email that we got, and I love that story, and I. I hope other people have similar experiences because that's that's pretty cool. Definitely yeah. pretty cool. Yeah, definitely. That is like kind of the coolest thing about this whole podcast is like that we are – it's like even though we're far away technically, we um, – energy knows no space or time. So it's kind of like – amazing thinking about the fact that one of these episodes or interviews or energies that Ambi you're connected to that w- someone who's listening could connect to it just as strongly you know or have a whole different experience with it so yeah let us keep us updated everyone if, if anything any any creepy psychic things happen to you um <laughs> but uh let's, or non or non-creepy and or non-creepy like fun yeah I was kind of saying creepy as a joke I did air quotes but you couldn't see them um <laughs> <laughs> or non creepy, or totally fun and like, uh, like a really fun not, chill. I guess I'm woke not doing ghost. a good job at remote viewing. No, it's <laughs> your air quotes. Yeah, no. Um, how 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 have you been remote viewing? No, I haven't really tried it very oh, okay. much. I've done it a couple times, and it's kind of cool. But um, again, like John said, it's like not really something I'm supposed to be working on. So got it. I just kind of let it go. Yeah. Um. Well, uh, what else do we have to talk about before we start today? Oh, we have our – we mentioned this in the last episode, but we have our first ever live show um, coming up in under two weeks. So not this coming weekend, but the next weekend, October 20th on Saturday, 1 to 3 p.m. in Philadelphia where I live. Ambie's going to be here with me for the weekend, and um, we are going to be doing a live – uh, podcast recording at this amazing space I'm so excited about called Mama's Wellness Joint. And it's just going to be really special. Two hours, um, you know, we're going to have time to like meet and greet and just hang out with everyone, take pictures. But then we're going to all do a live podcast.
podcast recording. We're going to get you guys involved, whoever's there, um, with readings, maybe some channeling. We'll see what happens. Um, but we'll definitely, you know, um, be doing some psychic things. And uh, yeah, we're like really excited about this. And actually, a lot of you have all re- already emailed us um, telling us places you'd like us to come. So we put that on the list. But this is the first one. And we would love to see you all there. Um a lot of you have been asking for this for a little while. So, yeah, hopefully mm-hmm. hopefully this is a good first one. 1020. It's exciting. 1020. Yep. And then we have a retreat. Yep. Yep. We have a retreat November. What is it? November 16th to 18th. 16th to 18th in um, Pennsylvania as well. We just love Pennsylvania. I can't take I, I can't handle it. Um, <laughs> Pennsylvania as well. It's going to be for the whole weekend. It's There's going to be so many. The whole purpose of it is uh, transformation. So really excited. Space is very limited on, on, on that one. Um, and spaces are filling up really quick. So if you want more information about that, or if you'd like a spot, email us right now. Uh, not right now, the second, but email us for now until we have the link uh, live. It should be live this week. But. Yeah, we told you it would be live last week. Sorry, the place that we're working with, they it just takes a little bit of time to get it up. So uh, yeah. in the meantime, people have all already been emailing us kind of asking um, to, you know, just hold a spot, hold a spot, essentially. Um, so yeah, if you are super interested, definitely just make sure to email us and uh, that link will be live soon in the coming days. But also the link for the live show is live and it will be in the show notes on the description of this podcast episode. And we'll also continue sharing it in the in our private Facebook group, which is Inner Bloomers and um, also just on the public page. And uh, yeah, super excited. Live events. We're going to get to mingle in person. So get, yeah. <laughs> it's going to be so fun. I can't wait. Um, so get ready for that. But yeah. Uh, in the meantime, today, what we are going to talk about is um, – so I had like an interesting little experience. I was coming back two days ago – or no, sorry. It was just yesterday. I was coming back yesterday from a uh, – my cousin had a bachelorette party uh, at the beach and I was – I was flying back through Atlanta Airport, and Atlanta Airport is like crazy busy all the time. So I get to the line where I'm waiting to go into security, and I mean, the line just to wait to go into security was like there is at least sixty people ahead of me, like just so long, and like sixty people behind me, or more than that, probably behind me. And so I'm in the line, and I'm just kind of standing there. I'm like, man, this is the longest line ever. But and I was like, well, I'm here two hours early, like whatever. And I just kind of like shrugged and was like, whatever. And I was just very like calm in this moment, just standing there knowing I would probably be in that line for a while. And then all of a sudden I got this like image in my head and I still don't know if it was like an image. Like I act like I felt like I really saw it. So I think it was an image, but whatever. I translated some sort of vibration where I saw uh, in my mind, like another airport attendant, like coming to where I was and just like lifting up the little like, you know, that little the gate thing, lifting up the gate and then just taking me to a whole new line, like starting a new line, starting with me so that I like got to go to the front of the line. I literally saw this in my head and then I thought to myself, oh, that would be funny or like that would be awesome. But then I just like shrugged it off and was like, well, I don't know what that was. And I just like kept thinking. And like literally five seconds later, the exact thing that I saw in my head happened. This attendant came up, opened the thing, pointed to me and said, come with me. 
And I went all the way to the front and jumped right into the security line and I got to skip all of those people. And so after that happened, I was like, whoa, that was crazy because like it felt so effortless. Like I almost felt like it was a joke because I actually did I, – I actually – the process was like I simply – had a thought or received that image of like, oh, that could happen. And I was like, oh, yeah, that would be cool. But I just completely let it go and just accepted exactly where I was. And suddenly it was happening. And it really brought up all of these memories of just everything that Abraham Hicks always talks about, about, you know, like chill out. Like that's what our work is. Our work isn't to make things happen or try to like figure out how we can like get these things to happen. It's like really to chill out and let them happen. And if we can be at peace in any moment, the what we want will come to us. And then I started thinking today, I was like, man, like, yeah, it's so easy. And actually what I think and what, what, was coming up that I think kind of like is interesting to talk about and discuss is I suddenly had this realization. I was like, man, I think I'm addicted to having problems because like that example illustrated to me how simple it is and how it truly is about that feeling of just being at peace with right where you are. And then I started thinking and remembering like all these times in my life where like I'd I'd have this – I'd make a problem out of something. Like maybe I'd be really nervous for a test, right, that was I knew was coming for like weeks. And I'd freak out about it for two weeks and it, I'd make myself feel so bad about it. And then like finally the test would come and I'd either do fine or I'd do bad. It didn't matter, but it was over. And then suddenly I would feel free. I'd be like, wow, I'm free. Like, oh my God, this is a weight lifted off my chest. And I had one of those memories and then then looked at it differently and was like, wait, I was just like bashing myself over the head over and over again, basically. And then I finally stopped because I was – I gave myself permission to stop. And I was like, wow, it feels so good to not be hitting myself over the head, essentially. And so it's like we have these – I started to realize we, we set ourselves up for these fake – it's kind of like fake happiness. It's like we 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 uh, we take ourselves through this turmoil that we don't need to take ourselves through only so we can feel the relief of stopping it. And then when we feel that relief, it feels so good. And then we pick another problem again and start on it again. But we essentially keep ourselves in these loops of turmoil of like, ah, I always need to like overcome something. And we never actually let ourselves be at peace or feel this like calm. Like when I was standing in that line, I was literally just like, okay, there's nowhere to go. There's nothing to do. I'm not stressed at all. Like I'm here two hours early. Like there's that's fine. Whatever. I just was accepted exactly where I was. And it just – this whole thing just made me realize, one, how powerful it is to just accept where you are, which is so hard to do apparently. And two, that like we as humans have this almost addiction to creating these problems so that we can overcome them because that's the only way we know how to feel joy as opposed to just feeling joy, like feeling peace like now, you know? Yeah, because sometimes feeling the joy and the peace is actually scarier than feeling the problem. Like, I know that you and I have tapped on this before because growing up, I had like a, I've always considered it like a pretty good childhood, but I guess to most people, it's different. Um, I was a child of, um, I was actually taken by my aunt for the benefit of myself and we moved every two years and uh, my sister's a drug addict and a recovering drug addict. And she lived with us and I just had a lot of stress growing up all the time, all the time. And I remember 
there was a point, I don't remember which point it was, but there was a point where I realized like I'm creating my own drama. Once I moved away from home and like I, I got myself out of that situation physically, I would still create drama. So it was like with friends or it was like at work or like with my partner. It didn't matter. Like I was still creating this drama because I was so used to living that way. And I think that on some level, we're all used to living this way. Like look at the news. Like you grew up in a house where news was on all the time. Mm -hmm. So there's constantly drama, you know? Totally. Totally. I Absolutely. Yeah, that was something that we tapped on and that was like a powerful realization for you. I think I remember. I mean, and it's even now for me, it's like a powerful realization for me because I've always kind of, yeah, like created these issues that I feel like I really need to focus on in order for me to be safe. You know, like it feels like it's a safety and security issue, right? Like it's like, if I, well, if I'm not worrying about a problem, then um, something's going to come up and bite me like on the ass basically or like some some the other shoe's going to drop and like I'm not going to be prepared. I think that's for me like what what it comes down to because like my childhood was very much about like feeling unsafe or insecure or like just like wonder – just like wanting to feel safe and secure at all times. I think a lot of our childhoods are. But so I think it's – for me, it's kind of like I feel like if I'm not working on a problem, if I don't like have a problem that I'm trying to figure out, then it's – yeah, it's almost like I feel like I'm being naive. It's like I feel like I'm just like, oh, yeah, everything's cool. And it's like how many times, you know, when we were young – I'm sure as children we were like that. We were like, yeah, everything's cool. And everyone around us is like, everything is not cool. Like this is happening. Like you got to worry about this or like – are you ready for – it's like I'm – now I'm remembering a lot of times where I would be like just like not doing anything when I was younger and my parents would be like, what are you doing? And I'd be like, I don't know, nothing. And they'd be like, well, do you have some homework you could be doing? And it's like, yeah. <laughs> but like, you know what I mean? Even just simple yeah, like that. Like it's not like, allowed to relax. Yeah. It's like yeah. couldn't you be doing something, you know? So um, – yeah, I just kind of wanted to share that because it it's the first time that I actually understood the power of um, not doing anything. <laughs> That's like truly where the power is and it's in the struggle of trying to constantly overcome some problem that I think we block ourselves from seeing what we want to see when in fact it's all right here, but it can't reveal itself to us when we're constantly in a struggle mode, you know, or like a worry mode or like a fighting mode. And it's like... God, I don't know about you, Ambie, but like this Venus retrograde or whatever we're going through right now, whatever is happening right now is bringing up some shit, like some old, old, old – like I feel like the energy right now is uh, just so chaotic in certain ways and just a total roller coaster and just bringing up stuff that is so old that I'm like, what? Like where is this coming from? But at the same time, it's, it's like – I can also feel how all of this is coming up in order for our healing, in order for our release, in order for like our acceptance. And it's kind of like our – it's kind of like bringing it back to the beginning of this. It's kind of like it's an opportunity for us instead of saying like I need to fight. I need to figure this out. I need to push against this. I need to get this away from me. It's like an opportunity for us to actually like see it, accept it, and let it go and do nothing. Do you know what I mean? Mm, Just like I was talking about in the beginning. Yeah, definitely. Because that's where that's where all the growth happens. Like, and that's kind of I don't know if we talked about this on the podcast, or if we just talked about this in general. But like, 
Mm, all these superpowers, right? When you see on TV, like, I don't know, flying and, and uh, telekinesis and like stuff like that, okay? All of these superpowers, I genuinely believe that these things happen when you are happy and when you let go and you're not mm. stressed and you're not worried. And I feel like it's our conditioning that makes us act stressed and worried and oh my god what's going to happen next because it's a way to keep us out of our power and i'm not saying like a conspiracy theory or anything like that i'm just saying it's it's our not not natural but i think it's our almost our instinct to be on alert of what could possibly hurt us next because as a mother you want to protect your children right so you're going to say watch out don't cross the street watch out don't do this watch out don't do that and then you take that from your parents and you hold on to that. So it's not it's not bad and it's not anybody's fault. And I'm not blaming our government or our society or anything like that. But what I am saying is it's just been this way for so long that we don't even see that that's really limiting our potential. It's really limiting all the possibilities of magical things that could happen if we would just allow and let go. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Totally. I was recognizing that a lot this week when I was at my cousin's bachelorette party. I was like in this social situation with like nine other girls for three days for like the first – like I just haven't been in that specific situation for a long time. And oh my gosh, it brought up so much for me, but it really helped me see very clearly the ways in which I'm constantly protecting myself like even in situations that I don't think I'm protecting myself, it made me realize like, no, you're doing this all the time. Like you're putting up these walls. Even when you think you're having a conversation with someone, you're literally putting up these walls and trying to control the conditions so uh, intensely that like this is why it feels awkward sometimes. This is why it feels unsatisfying. This is why certain things don't go anywhere when you think they should. It's like because it's – brought up so clearly for me all the ways in which when I interact socially, the ways I'm constantly trying to protect so that I can feel safe. And I was really being faced with this like – this. it was being shown so clearly to me. It's like you can let your wall down and experience like all the magic of the universe, right? And But be in, but be in a kind of an unknown zone, right? Like it's it's moving into the unknown. So like you kind of got to get over the fear of the unknown. But the unknown is where everything manifests. That's where everything happens. Like that's why we want to go into the unknown because the unknown is the void, right? It's like the 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 mother's belly, right? Where like something is manifest, like a baby grows in there. The, the magic all happens in the unknown, in the darkness. So it's like you can either stay quote unquote safe and keep all these walls up around you, but be miserable because nothing exciting will ever happen to you. You'll complain that like nothing's, you know, that what you want isn't coming to you, et cetera, et cetera, because you're literally blocking it out from yourself. Or you can move into this unknown, which can be scary, but you can move into it with faith, knowing that like that's the only place everything you want is going to come from. And it's this really interesting like dynamic when you think about it. It's like I think that's what we're all being asked to do right now. Like it's we have these kind of two sides. It's like, do I want safety or do I want unlimited possibility and joy? And it's like mm-hmm. it feels like we can't have one with the other. 
because it feels like, well, I either have to – it feels like they can't go together. But I think the thing is that they can. It just doesn't feel like it when you're like stuck in this I need to protect myself mode. It's like you need to kind of uh, move towards the moving into the unknown. And when you start to do that and you start to see what that manifests, then you will feel safe in moving forward. You will feel safe in the unknown. It's just that – Right now, when we're so used to kind of like hiding and protecting, it feels so unsafe to move into the unknown, you know? And it's like that's what all these messages about just jump off the cliff, take the leap of faith, right? That's what it's all about. It's like you need to take – you need to trust. Like John's always saying, like all the people that we're talking about is always saying like you need to – and and there's that quote that um, it's like – it's like – you'll jump off the cliff. I think it's by Terrence McKenna. It's like you'll jump off the cliff and realize that like the the ground is a feather bed or something like that. It's mm-hmm. like it's like we need to take that jump now or because because even though it feels safe in this little box that we've created around ourselves, we are making ourselves miserable and it's not safe. It's it actually it's it's the least safe place to be. Because the more we stay in this little box, the more angry and resentful and frustrated and sad we become because we're not being who we're meant to be. And so actually the place that we think is the safest is really the most unsafe place like from my perspective at this point. And the safest place is to move into the unknown and just embrace it because that's where everything we want is waiting for us, you know? Yeah, because yeah, I'm like – holding back tears as you're saying this to me yeah because that's like so beautiful and perfectly timed and I keep getting this like (sighs) I feel like one of those things um of not moving into that space is people are afraid they're going to lose everything right like I've worked so hard to build this I don't want to lose it and or I've waited in this line for 45 minutes I can't like you know, even look over there because I'm going to lose my spot in line or whatever. And in actuality, the first reading I gave to you, I like literally had that in my head over and over and over the whole weekend is you get to have it all. You get to have it all. Mm. Just relax. Yeah. So totally. That's the most power. And when you said that to me, that was like something, that's a statement that so resonates with me every time you say it. And every time I hear it, it's like, you can have it all. You get to have it all. It's like, because how many of us, I can trace a lot of my insecurities and stuff back to this belief that I can't have it all. And that's what makes me so upset. And that's what makes me fight against myself is I'm like, no, but I want this and I want this. But there's somewhere mm-hmm. inside of me or someone else who's told me when I was younger, no, you can't have it. How many times have we been told as children? Well, you can't have your cake and eat it too. You can't have everything you want, right? It's like, well, actually we can. But we've been told by other people who meant well that we can't. So we've – a lot of us have believed that. And now I think that is at the basis of a lot of our conflict, our inner conflict, because we think we have to make these horrible, difficult choices between two things that we love. And it's like if we can relax and trust in this unknown, then we will see the magical ways in which the two things that seemingly can't go together can actually go together. And I – pretty sure that what's coming out of me right now is something that like I actually need to hear exactly because I've like been asking this question myself and as I'm saying it and the words are coming out I'm like oh this is my own answer right here okay this is what <laughs> this I is need for to me hear. right now yep. this yeah this is for me I had um this experience I will never forget this I did um 
a workshop in, it wasn't like a, I attended a workshop and it was taught by this woman. And I don't even remember like, oh, it was a sales workshop and we were talking about like different techniques of sales, right? And she was saying um, that she bought this makeup because of the technique that the salesperson used. And the makeup was like $400, okay? It was something like one piece of makeup. It was an astronomical amount for one piece of makeup. And someone um, said, why do you spend so much money on makeup? And prior to that, we had had a conversation about her just having a baby. And she said, oh, because... I'm a businesswoman and I really like spending my money on makeup, like something along those lines. And someone asked her, do you want to be a mom or do you want to be a businesswoman? Mm. And she said, I want it all. And the response in the room was everybody laughed. (laughs) Everybody laughed at her. And I remember thinking like, you can't do both. Like, that's crazy. And it's like such (laughs) a... It's such an archaic way of thinking, but that is stuck with me because she knew before anybody else knew that this is not a choice that I have to make. I can be both. And Mm -hmm. it's not just like going to work 40 hours a week. Like she traveled probably 90% of her time, but she took her kid with her and she just hired a nanny. So, I mean, you can have both. You know, so it's just interesting. You just have to think about it differently. You have to think outside the box. And that's why you have people that are making millions of dollars on YouTube because they're thinking outside of the box. I want to do something different. I want to have X, Y, and Z. It's not been done yet. So how do I attain that? Mm -hmm. Actually, I love that story because I think I heard somewhere recently, it was someone's quote about like, Basically saying, you know you're on the right track if when if everyone laughs at your idea, then you know you're 100% on the right track because everybody is going to laugh at an idea. Like everybody who has bought into what already is is of course going to laugh at something that has not been done before. And how many times have people done things that other people laughed at and said could not be done? I mean, some of the biggest inventions of our time. But I mean, even as simple as a certain lifestyle you want to live, it's like, yeah, like you're – if people are laughing at you, then that means you're on the exact right track because they're laughing because it's um, it's it's like something that you're seeing. You're, you're seeing into something that other people aren't seeing. And that means it's for you to do and you to realize and you to align with. And so, I mean, I know there are – yeah, no, I mean, I, I, I love that, that like you can have it all, you get to have it all. And I think it really, I think a lot of this pain that we're going through right now, and I, you know, Ambie and I talk quite a bit about just about things that are coming up for us. So I know that things are coming up for all of you as well. And it's like, I think all this kind of stuff that's coming up right now, it is, it's all of this stuff that's helping us align with the belief that we can have it all because these things that are coming up, it's like they stop us in our tracks and it's like, wait, and they feel so bad when you focus on them because you just know inside, like you're so powerful that you can have anything you want. And so it's kind of like John said a few episodes ago when we were talking to him and I was like, what's going on with this energy? He's like, this is helping you kind of, it's like helping you hesitate for a minute so that you can really decide what you want to do. You can really decide. And like I have to say, even though this has been such a roller coaster and so rocky at certain points and so emotional and just feels awful sometimes, 
I have to say that like it really is helping me be even more determined about what I want and what I believe is possible at my core. Like I can feel at my core, it's like, no, no, you know that not, this is an illusion, that these limits, they're not limits. They're not real. They're not real. Like you have to rise above the illusion. Like you have to you have to feel. That's the other thing. It's like this is forcing us to feel, to get out of our freaking heads. You know, get out of your head. Move into your heart. You can feel what's real. And that's why when someone tells you something and you believe it with your mind and you digest it with your mind and you keep thinking these limiting thoughts, it feels awful because it's not true. It's not yeah. true. So, um, yeah, I I like I like that story. And I, I like – I think – that needs to be another T-shirt or something. You can have it all. Get to have it all. Um, yeah, I like that. You get to have it all. You get to have it. Everybody says you can have it all. Like, yeah, okay, cool. Like, we're God's great. Yeah. Okay, cool. I get it. <laughs> but, like, <laughs> you get to have it all. Like, that's that's a game changer because who's really setting the limitations there? You. You're setting your own limitations. And it's out of protecting yourself. You know, it's out of – and I haven't done this. I really should and I want to. But – really taking time and thinking, <clears throat> thinking that voice in my head that says, don't do that. Mm-hmm. Oh, everybody's going to laugh at you. Don't do that. Like it's mm-hmm. too scary over there. And really thanking that part of myself because it's really trying to protect me. And I appreciate mm-hmm. it. I'm doing it right now with everybody. Mm-hmm. I appreciate you because you've protected me for 35 years, mm-hmm. but I don't need you to protect me in this moment. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's powerful when you can make friends with your pain. That's something that actually has been coming up for me pretty strongly in the past 24 hours. The idea, it's like, hold on a minute, like because this fear was coming up pretty big. And suddenly I got this other voice or this other thought that was like, well, hold on a minute. Can you just um, – can you just sit here with it for a second? Can you, can you stop trying to struggle against it? Can you just like really ask yourself like what is this? Like who are, it's 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 like we always it's like it's like ha- invite your demons in for tea, you know? Like sit down, sit down with them. Like ask them what they're about because what we do is we just go ah and then we like push away and fight them before we even know who or what they are or what they want. You know what I mean? It's like it's like we act like they're an intruder in our house and we just try to either kill them or run away, right? And it's like well, let's like if if we can reframe it and say, well, hold on, why are you here in the first place? Where are you coming from? And what is your what do you want? Like you you mm. must want some this isn't happening for no reason. Like you must want something. And you can really ask that question. Suddenly you feel how you 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 created this fear. Just like Ambie said, you created this fear to begin with to help protect you. You created this belief to help protect you. This part of you that's scaring you is actually helping protect you from something that you told it to protect you from a while ago. Maybe you don't remember, but something must have happened where you said, I don't want to feel like that again. I don't want to experience that again. Keep me safe. Keep keep me small. Keep me limited, right? So that I don't make that mistake again. So this happened for me in the past like 24 hours where I was feeling this really strong fear. And finally, I just stopped running from it. And I was like, okay, what are, what do you, what do you want? What's up? What what do you really want? And the fear said, "Um, I just want to make sure that I have support and that I, that this is going to go, like, I just want to make sure that I have love and support. Like, that's all I want. I just want to make sure I have love and support. And I was like, oh, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, that w- that is like pretty important to me. 
Like, Mm -hmm. so this part of me that's been nagging at me this whole time that I've been trying to run from and like punch in the face and like make Mm -hmm. go away has actually the whole time just been wanting to deliver this message to me that, hey, love and support is pretty important to you. And you just really want to make sure you have that. You know what I mean? Like that's Mm -hmm. it. So it's really interesting to be able to just talk to the fears, like try to not try to actually like absorb them as part of you and say, okay, like who are you? What are you all about? What are you looking for? How can I give it to you? You know? Yeah. 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 That's definitely important. Like I think live in support and that's not unrealistic to ask for either, you know? No, that's the thing. It's all it's all pretty reasonable (laughs) when you actually get down to it. Like you're never gonna hear something totally insane. It actually all kind of makes sense when you listen. It's just kind of about us being willing to listen and, you know, that can take uh, that can take some some time and experience. But I, I have a feeling we're all kind of getting to that point where we can hear better and we want to hear better because we want mm-hmm. – because this is exhausting. It's exhausting it to exhausting. keep fighting. Yeah. 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 I would like my fear though, like the, just to bring it to a funny yeah. area. I'd like my fear to be like, um, I'd like a helicopter bitch because I haven't <laughs> had one of those ever and I'd like one. You want your deliver it now or you're gonna have brat. a panic attack. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe that means you need a helicopter. Maybe it does. Maybe that means we need an inner bloom helicopter. Who the hell uh, you know what I was thinking? I was like going through I was doing this, like I was going through my bills and I was doing all the things, being responsible, and then like I got this image. Because I was like, okay, if I could just do this, then I can get by. And I got this image of like, you're playing too small, honey. Mm -hmm. You're playing too small. Mm -hmm. And I thought, you know what? You're right. I am playing too small because I don't want to just get by. I want to live the best fucking life I can. Mm -hmm. And I want to have the most fun. And I want to do all of the things I want to do. And I don't want to wait until... I'm 60 or wait until I'm even 36. I want to do it right now. Mm. So I think that is another thing in our culture that's shifting. We used to have this mentality of, well, you can be free. You know what I mean? Like you don't have to work and you don't have to do all these things when you're 65. Mm. That's when you can be free. And I work with people that are 65 and older. And let me tell you how that is not free. (laughs) Let me tell you how most of those people are not living. So it's just it, it and that's where i feel like this pressure of like living now but mm. like you said there doesn't have to be any pressure like if not it, everything's going to be okay take a deep breath yeah. here everything's going to be fine well also what you just said about like you're playing too small see that's like an interesting shift that i see happening as well even with myself where it's like we're so used to being like okay i have this much So how can I make sure that everything is under control so that this much is enough, you know, for me? And Mm -hmm. it's like, well, hold on because like that much is just all that you've been letting in. Like there's infinite much and what I felt like you're playing too small. It's like you you don't have to sit here and – micromanage all the I, – I know why you're doing it. I'm just saying it's like we think we have to like fit it all into this one little um, – fit everything we want into this one little like number, right? This one number yeah. that we have. And it's like what I got from like you're playing too small was like what if that number could expand exponentially like which it can. 
like infinitely. So it's like we're playing too small in what we think that we have to work with. We have the entire Mm -hmm. universe to work with. We need to start thinking like that and playing like that and like projecting our energy that way. And that's when we're going to see the world just like explode. I don't want to say explode, like uh, evolve and thrive like nobody's business. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I agree. hundred percent. Like that's where the magic is. Yep. It's all it's, but again, it's in the unknown. It's in the unknown. You got to be willing to, because <laughs> if, if you're listening, you're going, well, where's that going to come from? It's going to come from the unknown. That's where it's going to come from, which is the dark, quote unquote, scary place. But you know what? It's really not so scary. And especially not if like we're all walking towards it hand in hand, which if you're listening to this podcast, that's what we're doing essentially. Um, So, you know, if you do one thing this week, I would say a good challenge for all of us will be take a step towards the unknown. Just take a step towards it. See if you can – Kind of explore something that you've been afraid to explore or walk, take a step towards something you've been a little hesitant to take a step towards because truly the what I found is the greatest source of joy. Like what makes me happy is when I take a step towards something I want, even if it's scary. So just I talked to my I talked to my friend today who's been hesitating on booking a, a session with Ambie and she really, really wants it, but she keeps hesitating. And I was like, what are you waiting for? What are you waiting for? And she was like, I have no, I have no answer. And I was like, right. It's just a loop. You're just in a hesitation loop. Just go. Just take a step forward. Just do this because like this is what you're asking for, you know? So let's all just do things that we're scared to take a step in that direction. See how it feels. Let us know. Um, and I'll do the same. Yay. Yay. We're all in this together, everybody. We got you. You got us. We got you. Is that a song? It is. It's from High School Musical with like Zac Efron. (laughs) If anyone knows that song. That's a good time. You get points. Um, I don't get any points. Okay. okay. I'm not not one of the cool kids. It's okay. (laughs) It was – yeah. I don't know if it's cool anymore. Um, But uh, anyway, guys, that is our show for today. Hope you all are having a good week. Have a good rest of the week. Um, We Oh, we are doing a new moon ceremony uh, ritual tomorrow night on our Facebook uh, page as well as our Instagram. So facebook.com backslash inner inner bloom podcast. Um, follow us if you're not already following us. And on Instagram, it's at Inner Bloom Podcast. Uh, Leah, our beautiful soul sister who did our full moon ritual is going to do a new moon ritual. And a lot of you really enjoyed that. We got so much feedback, good feedback about that. So definitely tune in uh, if you want to work with the moon. And uh, we love you all. And until next time, keep on blooming. Keep on blooming, baby. <laughs> Bye. If you've enjoyed this podcast, we would love, love, love it if you would give us a rating and review on Apple iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. If you'd like to get in touch for a reading with Ambie, an EFT session with Alexa, or just to say what up, we would love to hear from each and every one of you. And you can email us at innerbloompodcast at gmail.com or follow us on Instagram and Facebook at innerbloompodcast. Until next time, remember, open your heart to the seeds of love and light and bloom from within.